welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma, and with me I have Grace. Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you? Ah, uh, look, we've got a lot to talk about, so we'll just, let's, we do. Let's get into the good news story. <laughs> okay, let's jump straight into it. So this week we are staying somewhat local and um, in mainland Australia. Okay. Um, where the birth of nine Tassie Devil Joeys has been hailed a success for the breeding program. What? Um, so. The arrival is spreading excitement among conservation groups who have been working hard to build the population of the endangered endangered species. And in 2020, um, a group called Aussie Ark first released 28 Tassie Devils into the wildlife sanctuary at the Barrington Tops, which is north of Sydney. Mm -hmm. And the Devil Comeback Breeding Program has now marked its second year of success, with researchers still to have found more joeys than initially expected. We're really happy um, with nine, but based on the females out there that are breeding... They're anticipating to have 19 joeys born um, in this kind of cycle. Wow. Um, so if that's correct, then this the program's second year will be even more of a success than the first year. Um, so yeah, so it's um, the numbers are critical in determining the long-term success in the program, which is also run by the conservation organisations Wild Ark and Rewild. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so at the moment there are estimated 25,000 Tassie devils left in the wild, which... I thought there were way less. Like, it seems like a lot, which sounds terrible because there should be yeah. more, obviously. But yeah, yeah, because like obviously I've never seen one in the wild, no. um, only at zoos. But I like was kind of excited when I heard that there were that many. Obviously, they're still quite endangered, and this breeding program is doing awesome things to help that. But yeah, but anyway, that's my good news story: is Tassie devils are being bred, and it's going well. It sounds wonderful because yeah, um, as any. I think any country in the world that has their own like significant native animals that are very specific to that area and knowing that there's a program to try and um, help them, help them, assist them because of what humans have done to them in the first place. I think any, any achievement is an achievement really. Yeah. Yeah. And like nine, like nine, 19, whatever, doesn't sound like a huge amount. But then if all of those 19 then also have, you know, two or three yeah. joeys or however many they have per litter, it's exciting. It's cool. Very exciting. So, yeah. Nice. So, as exciting as Tassie Devils are, I feel like you have an even more exciting <laughs> breeding story. Um, <laughs> What's your weekly excellent, win? Excellent. I love that. <laughs> That's a little segue. That went really well. Um, smooth. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, as you may have... Uh, guest from our last episode because I don't think I hit it very well or um, disguised <laughs> it very well. We actually had our baby on Tuesday the 31st um, at 12.04 and we had a girl. So Woo! Jeff was correct. That's annoying. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we had a baby girl. We called her Genevieve, nicknamed Ginny. Um, she is obviously very cute because we're not biased and no um, you guys do make cute babies <laughs> she's, she's real cute um she at first looked very much like our first daughter as in like a twin and yeah. she came like we got to see her and i was like oh you're the same you're the same you're exactly <laughs> the same like i didn't get a look in it it either baby that's okay but after a week um she's her face has changed quite a lot and i and we've noticed yeah. that her her skin tones more aligned with mine. We think she does have blue eyes. Obviously, it's still a bit early to tell. 
Um, her hair's a lot lighter than Mackenzie's was. So there's obviously a lot of, there's some differences, but at first sight it was like a Mackenzie mini-me, basically, which is a Jeff mini-me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so at the moment um, she is under two weeks old and um, we're adjusting to um, two babies in the house. Yes. yes. Even the my, double baby life. Yeah, even though Mackenzie is nearly two and a half, I acknowledge <laughs> that she's still a baby to me. Um, and uh, we had a planned cesarean, so um, unlike last time, which was an emergency one, it was much smoother, much more um, a calm environment. And yeah. It was, I wouldn't want to say enjoyable because obviously there's a lot of pain and <laughs> discomfort to um, yeah. the recovery, but I would say it felt very zen without sounding cheesy. And yeah, um, yeah it, was just, it was just, it just seemed a lot nicer and no discredit to Mackenzie's birth, but that was rough. So um, <laughs> uh, just before we wheeled, like, so you get wheeled into pre-op and I, I actually cried and had a bit of a meltdown and it was not because I was scared it was more about the fact that the last time I was in that exact same space it was a very different circumstance and I am not an anxious person or someone who gets worried about things particularly I just that's just not the type of person I am and um I obviously had some trauma built up that I didn't really know about yeah. or had hadn't had yeah. to deal with or I don't know and um even Jeff he, he said it was a bit like surprised about how I was reacting not in like you know toughen up kind of way more of like didn't realize that I was gonna <laughs> like yeah uh, do that um but yeah by the time we actually uh, went into the operating area I was perfectly fine I just I think I just need to like release whatever I need to release. Yeah, like you're like kind of holding on to something that yeah. you didn't know that was there. Yeah. yeah. So it was very weird. Um, and then, yeah, so um, the operation went really well. Um, she came out crying, which was very different to how Mackenzie came out. And so Jeff was crying, I was crying, the baby was crying. It was just a, <laughs> a very <laughs> joyous, just a whole thing. A joyous um, time. So, um, yeah, I think probably one of the biggest weekly wins I could possibly have. Yeah, and that one's going to be tough to beat next yeah, week. Yeah, and I don't know what Grace can possibly follow up with after that. No, I've literally got nothing. <laughs> I, like, thinking about it, this weekend's a long weekend, so we're recording this on a Monday, so, like, technically I should be at work right now and I'm not. Like, that That's could be win. my win. I mean... <laughs> like, yeah. I know, I just haven't really done anything. Like, oh, I've, like, I've had, like, a nice long weekend. Like, I've caught up with, like a few different friends had mm-hmm. some sleep-ins went for like a big run but yeah like like nothing compares yeah just don't bother like just um, yeah no I know um but I am actually surprised like when I saw your message this morning asking if we wanted to record I was like oh I was expecting like at least another couple more weeks well, I was like damn recovery's going well no yeah I it's been significantly better than last time like this time yeah. last time I was just able to walk to the end of my driveway and yeah. we've been to a mall we've been to the we've been to we've walked down the road to a cafe it's very it's, yeah. it seems very weird like i like i keep forgetting that i've actually still got like i've got um so this is the area that i had I, I received obviously there's different there's different ways of um suturing and whatever but um the very top like on the top is actually just stereo strips like butterfly strips yeah. um yeah. and there's one stitch that you can see but they dissolve 
And yeah. Anyway, so because I've recovered really well, which I know sounds like I'm just so amazing, but really it's just like yeah. it's surprising. I forget that I've got this. So sometimes I go to sit down and I forget I have to sit down a certain way and I go to lo- oh. like, and I, and then myself, I would catch myself being like, Oh, hang on. I need to like, like lower yeah. myself rather Alter. than flopping myself on the couch. Um, yeah. and even like going to bed, like Jeff's like, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, so I like back myself. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, that I, makes I'm, my insides feel yeah. weird. Oh. And I would, I would, I would instantly know that I shouldn't do it as soon as I, would land on the couch or the bed or whatever but I just because I'm not in the pain that I was last time I'm not I'm not thinking that way and like today I've had no Panadol like I'm just it's yeah it's amazing I'm very very thankful that I've had this type of recovery and we've been very um fortunate that I've been able to breastfeed the whole time and yeah so we'll just yeah We'll oh, that sounds so exciting for yeah. you. And, yeah, so we're just hoping to, you know, catch up with more people now. And, yeah, um, yeah just be able to share the love. Because uh, yeah, exactly. in Australia, or particularly in um, Victoria, you still can't have people come to the hospital after you've had a baby. So yeah. um, Jeff was able to come, but that was it. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's time. That's that's get the those good, baby cuddles. Yeah, that's the good news. <laughs> yeah, great news on your behalf. Mine kind of sucked, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, and I think of all the weeks, you just you didn't you just needed to be like I had no I'm yeah I had I had a week like you, just, you can't yeah you can't compete. This is, yeah, <laughs> I'll get you one day. <laughs> yeah, good. So as we were just talking about, I've obviously had a very wild week, um, which included <laughs> staying at home on Saturday night, playing a board game with Jack, um, which then you have now taken inspiration from. So I mean, today we're going to be chatting about board game etiquette and hosting a board game night, attending a board game night. Games night, whatever the right term yeah. is for your um, evening. Yes. Yeah. So... I believe you have a little listicle yeah. for us. Um, what I do love, it's actually from a website called What Nerd, which I have used before for <laughs> some of the stuff. Um, but they just came out, they just, the guy who write, wrote this is called Joel Lee. Um, I started this year, actually, I started last year, sorry. Um, and it's like obvious things, but also they have to be said. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is basically the whole crux of this podcast. And we're pretty much how we run things. <laughs> So, um, number one, which I just want to like put it out there. This is not like high level new information, but here we go. Number one. All right. Pick a game everybody will enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Tick. Done. So, um, and it doesn't mean that everybody has to love the game. It just means everybody has to like the game because... Yeah. Generally, you could say that, you know, you like certain boards games or you love certain board games and you can have hatred to certain board games. Personally... Yeah, I don't like I, Monopoly. Oh, my God. I was just about to say those exact words. I, I have a love-hate relationship with Monopoly. I think it's one of those games that it could be really fun, but also it just seems to create lots of drama and, and angst. Yeah. And um, the card game's brilliant. So if you haven't played Monopoly... Cards. Monopoly go. Know. Go, yes, thank you. Yeah. Um I would recommend that. They come yeah, in like a little better. a little red brief uh, uh 
uh, suitcase kind of thing. So yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. perfect for traveling. Um, and it lasts maybe 10 minutes when you play the game. So I think... Nice and quick. Nice and quick. So here, the board game itself um, needs to be liked by the people playing it. It doesn't need to be loved, but you shouldn't choose one that someone might hate. So you have to compromise and I think, you know, not everybody's going to be the happiest they've ever been when we compromise, but at least no. they can they can enjoy the game to some level. I think that's the aim yeah. that we should go for. I agree with that. That's um, a, a simple one, but yeah. effective. And then if it comes to a certain type of game, I think you might need a certain type of person. So I will use Jeff for an example. He plays a game called Warhammer or King of War. I'm not really sure which one. I think it's King of War. And it changed names. Anyway. Yeah. Is that with like the little mini figurines? Yeah. And I think my sister plays that. Yeah, it's like rolling dice and they fight each other. Anyway, um, I'm never going to play that game. Nice. He's gonna. He can ask all he wants. I'm just like that. Just, just I have zero interest, and not because I don't want to make like him upset or anything. I'm just like I just no. Whereas yeah. he has a very good friend who they like obviously pre baby number two. Every Wednesday, they went to each other's houses and played it, so they still got to play. They still enjoyed it. That was their games night, yeah. and they got to play the game they wanted to. So, if you have to compromise and you have to think about the game that you're choosing. Maybe you have to have different games night with different people, so you have yeah to play get to play the games that you want to play, um, and everybody gets enjoyment out of it. So I think that's an, a way of compromising as well. Yeah. All right. Um, number two, um, if you don't like the game, you can sit out. So yes. if it's a game that you're like, um, you know, it's good for game nights to actually bring new games. You shouldn't play the same game every game night I think that would be incredibly boring boring and repetitive yeah um, for sure so every single off, often you might have a new game that comes in and they play it once and maybe you didn't like that one um, you don't have to play like you can watch you can be social by sitting there um, but if you don't like it you don't actually have to play it you can still be part of the night or the next half hour or how long the board games takes um, yeah to be there so that's fine I don't think it's rude I think it's actually better because you might you might be sitting there being grouchy and annoying yeah so it's actually better for you to be removed from the game i am um, jack's friend group or like one of his friend groups are mm-hmm. big board game players like they used to get together like i think once a week and play board games like they go to like a trivia night at a pub like once a week as well like they're huge in it mm-hmm. and um a few times like i've met them and hung out with them um like we play board games which is fine um I'm not like a huge board game player, but I don't mind it depending on the style of game. Mm-hmm. But then um, they all do like online sessions as well because like obviously they live in Sydney, Jack lives in Melbourne. Um, and a few times I've been in, like invited like, oh, you know, do you want to jump online and play with this? And I'm like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> they kind of play like, I like quick, snappy, like fun board games, like probably like Monopoly Go style ones that are just yeah. like not big thinker ones, whereas they play a lot of like the big thinker ones. Like and I'm like, strategy. ah. Yeah. And it's like. I'd rather just like roll the dice and move around yeah. a, a board, but um, yeah. So I definitely can agree with that one. Is you don't have to play if you don't want to. No. Um, if it's going to be a detriment to the group, I think best to sit out. Yeah, especially if you're like going to be like yawning or be like moaning the whole way through. You like oh, just like not knowing what's going on. Yeah. It's all moving too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just sit out that one. Yeah. yeah just, just, just sit to the side. It's all good. Yeah. 
Um, number three, this is, I thought, fairly obvious, but again, I don't, I don't know how long some board game nights can go for. Don't abandon games halfway. <laughs> so, um, so maybe you've agreed to play a new game and you realise partway through that it's not very fun or interesting to you. You can't just leave. If you've started no. a game, you have to finish the game, regardless of what your true feelings are towards the game. Um, I agree. Yeah, so it's obviously more of a mature way to react. Um, if you ever play board games or games with children, when they don't want to play, they tend to just leave or kick it or uh, throw yeah. it around. So just think of it as you're showing your maturity by <laughs> sticking it out. Um, and, you know... Um, Try not to whine and too much. Like, you know, if you're not enjoying it, obviously you can say this is not my cup of tea, but you shouldn't then sit there yeah. for the next half hour while everybody finishes the game going like, ah, this game sucks. Like, oh, keep it to yourself. Here. Just you oh, can, you can say oh. it's not my I'm – not, I'm not enjoying this as much as I enjoyed another game. Or at the end of the game be like, I'm glad that we, you know, tried a new game, but that one wasn't for me. So you can sort of yeah. preempt having to play it again maybe the following week. So, yeah, I think just making sure that – you do play for the end of the game if you've started the game. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, this one is right up Jeff's alley because this is just <laughs> something that he would do um, and I would not. <laughs> Number four, watch how to play videos beforehand. I'm all about just reading the rules and being like, okay, I think I got the gist of it and we'll just play. Yeah. Where yep. Jeff is not. He would be like, I've watched 700 videos of how to play this game and I will teach you how to play according to these videos and I'll be like can we yep. just read the instructions and just see how it goes so um, I would say yes if it's a very complex game and you have read the instructions and you're like not really you're sure, still not sure. sure. Yeah. please please watch a video because there's there might be the only way you actually play the game properly that you've either spent money on or there's people waiting to or it's maybe it's your turn to bring the new game that week yeah and, and you want to get it like done and set up quickly yeah yeah and also they might be relying on you to explain how to play the game so i would make sure that i have all the information i would have read the rules um and maybe made a like a little list of a how-to guide quickly yeah like the quick points yeah yep yeah. um but yes um Please watch the videos, but I, I think just be mindful that you're watching it just to learn how to play, not how to win, I guess is my yeah. underlining message. So it's like a fair yeah. scope of everything that's happening. Yeah. Like you shouldn't then watch the next video on like how to strategically win the game. It's yeah. more about how to play the just game. Just because the YouTube autoplay is coming up, you don't have to watch it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's good to know how to play before you if you're playing a new game and someone should know the rules before not, yeah it shouldn't be a new game for everybody there because it might be a bit challenging and it may take a bit to get um into it which sometimes i think people get frustrated with bored with yeah, yeah. Um, number five uh this one i quite like uh be gracious towards mistakes so um board games are getting more and more complex we can attest to that um yeah and some rule sets can't be fully known until you've played it multiple times so just make sure that you're doing what you can. If someone makes mistakes, give them the benefit of the doubt. Even if they played the game before, um, you know, just be kind, basically. And then um, 
every participant in the board game has their own player like that's their job that's that's what they want to do and they have the they have the right to make their own decisions for the game if they ask for help you can help them but you're not to mention things they overlooked so yeah. if the person has um i guess in the loose term made a mistake and not seeing that you know um someone can attack them from a certain side you shouldn't be like oh look what you did there like yeah it's it's that's more about i guess you can be a bit more, more poker face and just be like okay that that's just an opportunity for me or an opportunity for that other player rather than being like you're an idiot basically yeah um and um yeah you shouldn't dictate what other people can do in a game um obviously if it's a strategy game you're working in teams different situation but if it's an individual player yeah if it's a one and they've made a mistake um even one in, like if you're in a group of five and that every has their own individual play or yeah. whatever um set of cards i think you just need to be mindful that yes people are gonna make mistakes um people think certain ways so they might have a different tactic to you um but you shouldn't point it out to them as they've done a move that they've done something a mistake is the word that we're yeah. using <laughs> no i agree with that i definitely like the first time i met jack's friend group we played a board game that they'd played many many times and yeah. i'd never even heard of before can you, and there can was you name of- drop what it is now no idea i cannot remember i've just trauma <laughs> blocked important. it <laughs> um but no there was like there's like a, like basically like a team like you're either a good guy or a bad guy mm-hmm. and all the bad guys have names that start with m but they all have different roles oh, and yeah. so when they were like listing the bad guys like and it's supposed to be like a secret like nobody is supposed like supposed to know who you are like so you don't know who else is a bad guy or who's a good guy or whatever and they were like going through like oh if you're this character and i was like oh no i can't remember my name um because they were like listing through the bad so then everyone knew that i was a bad guy and like for like the next like three days like i just felt completely silly because like one of them kept making jokes about it i was like shut up like nobody explained the rules very well it wasn't very fun it's my first time like just you know yeah and then like even like jack next to me was just like you shouldn't have done i was like shut up no one was helping me yeah um i'm due here come on like give me give me a break can we, can we play it just like, you know, just, or something? I'm really yeah. good at that. Yeah, let's, let's play a game that, you know, I know and <laughs> yeah, can win. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I think just in general, board games, like, are next level. And Yeah, especially in some, like, groups. Like, people mm-hmm. go for them. Yeah. And, like, the strategy behind them is so elaborate and... Mm. Um, you know you you want to be able to win but you also have to you can't just win by like rolling good numbers it's literally like how you play those numbers and all that kind of stuff yeah so, gotta do yeah. this and this crazy uh number seven this one is again i think fairly obvious but <laughs> treat cards we'll and pieces with respect board oh, games yeah. are expensive and they for what they are bits of cardboard yeah. bits of paper some plastic they're really expensive i don't know what, i don't understand yeah. Anyway, so um, we just need to be mindful that um, never bend, warp, or crease cards because obviously if you know a certain card's bent a certain way, you could read other people's cards. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's you know it's very reasonable that the person who has brought or bought this um, game would like it to last a long time because board games can last forever. Um, uh, case in point, my like grandmother has a Chinese checkers games that now at my oh. parents place and 
I don't know how old it is, but I remember playing it when I was like very young, and I'm obviously yeah. super old now. <laughs> so I would <laughs> I would say that I I know that that board game is nearly thirty years old that yeah. I'm aware of. So and this still has all the pieces yeah. to like a Chinese checkers game. Like you know that's like a lot of pieces, and still has no like major um, faults with it. Obviously, it's a bit worn, but still very usable. Useful. So, yeah, so um, just be mindful of that. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's super easy to not destroy things. So just make sure that you are being respectful to all pieces, all parts of the um, the game. And I understand, you know, game nights, some people might um, have a drink or some food. So just be mindful of where yeah. and... Um, you know, try and keep it as clean and tidy as possible. No, like chicken wings with your board games. Oh, yeah, like dry food. <laughs> um, yeah. Your drinks need salty. to be, like, not too cold so the condensation's not going to mark the cards. You know, just be mindful. Yeah. <laughs> um, number eight, which we love, which we mention all yeah. the time. Phone stay, Phone away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Phone stay hidden or silent. Um, obviously, yeah. depending on what kind of life you have, um, you may need to have your phone by your side. Say, for example, if you're a parent and you have babysitting <laughs> or something, um, yes, you can have your phone near you in case you have an emergency. Um, but it's more about being in the moment, being part of the game, yeah, doing what you can to be. No uh, mid-game Googling or anything like that, especially if it's like a trivia game or uh, something. Grow Just, up. Yeah. <laughs> just grow up um but i would say also it's distracting to the player so if i if i'm playing a game of let's say monopoly and Ugh. someone's texting or doing stuff they're not seeing what's happening on the board and so they might be like, yeah they might not realize that someone owns a property or like like just things that i'm like if you pay attention you know you would know that and i understand that you know sometimes when people are paying attention you might not um also might not remember that board of property but at least you have an excuse still, you don't have the excuse or you don't have the reasoning that you literally weren't paying attention you might be like oh, i'd missed that or something um but yeah you need to make sure that you're not being rude with your phone yeah no i agree put it away um be in the moment don't just like sit there and just like especially if it's a big strategy game yeah like if you're playing something like Catan or something well, you have to, like, pay attention. That's so like, funny. Like, you don't want to be... This, they, they put Katana as an example <laughs> of a game that um, you should have your phone out for. <laughs> yeah, because, like, yeah, you might miss something huge and then, like, boom, next turn you're dead or yeah. something. I don't know. I've never um, actually played Katana. The last sentence on that particular note was, if you're, an, if you're an addict and can't control yourself, put it away in a drawer until game night is over. <laughs> yeah. So if you're actually someone who can't have your phone on you and you can't, without checking it, just put it somewhere you can't reach it um number nine something that we can all attest to never play while hungry because you're not going to pay attention um you know obviously um if you're hungry you're not going to be the best version of yourself um agreed but just make sure that oh my god make sure that you have avoid messy options like saucy wings or coated chips (laughs) no um basically dry food that is not going to have residue i guess left on it yeah so or have napkins nearby yeah just keep it clean um and the last one which this one i'm a bit hit and miss with but i understand okay. why it's put, put there speak up don't simmer so at some point something that you don't like will happen in the board game 
When it does, it is imperative that you deal with it as soon as possible and as tactfully as possible, even if you hate confrontation and feeling awkward bringing it up. Bottling it up and sitting on it and explode on it, don't bottle up, sorry, sit on it and explode on it later, most of the time result will be that you get kicked out of the gaming group no matter how justified your frustrations were. So my understanding is basically they're saying that if you think the, a rule has not been followed or you think yeah. that you should say something otherwise you're going to fester over it later. I think it just depends on what the game is, your love of the game, your understanding of the game. So that one yeah. to me is like I agree that you should um, you know, say something if you think it's meant to be a certain way, but I don't know if it's like absolutely imperative that you mention it if it's not going to be something that you really like are you just making argument for argument's sake i don't know i yeah i agree with that as well like as long as it's important to the game Mm -hmm. speak up about it but if it's like i know you've been killed fairly in a game and you're just being petty yeah then that's just you being petty and move on like it happens someone Um, has to lose like it's not it's not a game night where it's like we're all winners here this is that's not how game night works (laughs) so yeah so i agree with some of the sentiment of that one yes not all of it yeah i think it depends on a a variety of um situations so maybe put that with a little asterisk on the side yeah your your 10 etiquette tips for future reference (laughs) yeah so um, do you have anything else that you want to add that we didn't cover just then? Um, one thing I think that should have been added in that little article, um, make sure, like, it's kind of like, kind of touched on with like the watching the videos to make sure, but make sure everyone knows the rules really well. Yeah. Like, cause that's like how things are going to run a bit smoother, how people are going to have more enjoyment if they know what's happening. And if someone gets confused, like through the game, mm-hmm. help them. Don't be like, oh, God, Grace is so dumb. She's not getting this game at all. Like, yeah. if someone's ever played it before, make sure they know the rules and they know what to do in this instance. So even if it's, like, against, like, the nature of the game to, like, work with someone, if someone needs help, help them. Yeah. And I really believe if you want if you want a game to go well and be enjoyable, it's actually better to um, win against people who know how to play. Like, I don't yeah, want to exactly. win a game when, like no one really knows what they're doing and I just happen to know the rules really well. Like, that's that's not yeah. enjoyable. That's kind of like, well, of course I'm going to win. But, like... Yeah, I've set myself ha- up How would I not? Here. Like, yeah, so I think, yeah, making sure people know the rules. And, you know, sometimes that may include that you are showing all your cards at first for the first yeah. round and doing all that and then, you know, shuffle the cards again and redo it. And so people yeah. know what all the cards mean because sometimes there's cards that pop up and they're like looking at their cards being like i don't even know what that weird envelope is like is that yeah like, what's this little what symbol that? and you, then you have to be like um if someone had a card that had an envelope on it, and then everyone knows that you have that particular yeah. card so yeah i think um the first couple of games or first couple of rounds or whatever um word is the right one there would depend on um like how getting you, everyone on yeah. board and then that means yeah. the game's gonna be more enjoyable anyway yeah exactly so that's kind of like, yeah, the only thing that I had that I think would definitely add to that article is make sure everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Definitely agree. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's some helpful tips for your uh, next game night Future or board game, game night. And um, hopefully you have a win and that your cards and um, board games don't get damaged. 
and <laughs> um, enjoy your night. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, we're happy to be back. Yeah, it's We only nice. had a short break, but <laughs> we're back. after when I don't want to rush yeah. these things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we will um, be back next week. Woo! See ya. Bye. Bye.